1: So let's answer the question: Do black people love watermelon disproportionately to other people? Or I, I don't think so. Yeah, everybody loves watermelon. Yeah, and so where does the racist trope come from? I was going to ask you that. Yes, let's, talk to me. Let's talk about it. Hi, welcome to the Modern Waiter podcast. I'm Marlon Joseph, the Modern Waiter, where we discuss all things restaurant business. Learn something. Laugh at something. <laughs> on today's episode we celebrate National watermelon day but first the intro tired of
0: working jobs, lame pay. I'm tired of fired and hired the same day if you, know the rules of the game,
1: you as usual I'm joined by my good friend Danny Devilla. what's up what's up what's up people depending on when this show comes out August 3rd is national watermelon day yes do you like watermelon uh, I don't dislike it Oh, okay. You're neutral. Yeah. Okay. I recently within the past I'd say 8 months to a, like or so, I've been getting into watermelon. Okay. I have been juicing it so to speak. Okay. I put it in a blender Yeah. and then I strain it and that's I that's my my drink. Okay. It's yeah. refreshing though. It is super refreshing. And so as we go through this show, we're going to talk about the history of watermelon. Mm and uh, a little known, unknown, f- not known, like facts about watermelon. It's a watermelon show. I like it. it. Oddly enough, it's considered both a fruit and a vegetable and I'll explain why. Okay. Somehow it's a part of the gourd family mm-hmm. or similar to uh, the vegetables like cucumber, squash, yeah. and could, pumpkin. Could the and like that. Yeah. pumpkin. I don't understand how fruits have seeds, but vegetables like that are vegetables. I, I don't get like, yeah i thought Uh, exactly yeah so it's widely considered a fruit and somehow it's a vegetable at the same time so mind blown i don't get it boom here's the first thing that i was interesting for me to learn is that the rind of of a watermelon is edible oh really yeah you're supposed to wash the outside of the watermelon which I've never done. I'm going yeah. to start doing it now. But the idea is if there's pesticides or dirt on the outside and you cut into it you're introducing that into, into the inside makes into sense. the flesh. And it makes sense. It makes sense now but you know I I've not done it to date. Okay. <laughs> is wash the outside of a, of a watermelon. We don't eat the rind. Yeah. It requires cooking. Some like in China will will do it like bamboo shoots. Okay, they'll 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 stir fry it and uh-huh. things like that. I'm I'm thinking that might be. I can imagine that it's Flavorful? crunchy and I uh, I don't know. <laughs> I've never I've never even heard of anybody that ate the rind of the of the uh, watermelon. You know,
0: China they eat everything though. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> You're put not it lying. To
1: the <laughs> <laughs> or, or they put it in stews. Yeah, and so. I'm also surprised to learn that seedless watermelons aren't genetically modified. Oh, really. They're achieved by hybridization, which means they're cross bred with other um, plants plants or gourds or whatever.
0: Is the seedless watermelon like a female?
1: That I don't know. So it says a perfectly natural phenomenon that farmers can nevertheless capitalize on. A couple decades ago, seedless watermelons were hard to find, but as they make up around 85% of those sold in the U.S., uh, are seedless watermelons. So they just um, hybridize and they get the seedless watermelon. Oh wow! Okay. I prefer it with the seeds only because. You know what you getting? I know what I'm getting. I don't trust anything that doesn't have. I'm like, if they don't have seeds, where they come from? Exactly. So. You ever try to get a, a, a seeded grape? You can't find seeded grapes. Nowhere. Nowhere. So I don't understand how natural that could be. <laughs> However, this the white seeds in seedless watermelons are apparently... They are actually the seed coats. And they're perfectly... There's no seed inside of them. Uh-huh. And they're perfectly uh, the edible? edible. Yeah.
0: Okay. That makes sense.
1: Uh, I mean, I always wondering like how... I still see seeds. I still see stuff. Yeah. You know, you want them. It's like a technicality, but I don't want stuff. I don't want to have anything to spit out. So now you're telling me I got it. I I could eat them. (laughs) buddy, Doesn't sound right still. (laughs) It don't don't sound right. Would you like to hazard a guess as to which state has it's the watermelon as it's state vegetable,
0: state vegetable, watermelon, Uh, maybe Alabama. Oklahoma. Okay. They're not that far apart, right?
1: No, they're not that far yeah. apart, but I would think like something like the Carolinas or something yeah, like that. Yeah, somewhere like that, yeah. You know, uh, I was surprised. And it was a silly uh, it was as I read it said uh why not as a state fruit? The state fruit was already claimed. Mm-hmm. So they claimed that as their their state <laughs> vegetable. <laughs> apparently giving credence to the fact that yeah. it could be both. I don't know how it could be both, but it is what it is. You're lukewarm on watermelons, so you see it at the store. You don't necessarily buy them.
0: No, I mean it would have to be one of those kind of things where like somebody asks for it, and I'll, and I'll eat it. Okay, but I'm not. I'm not going out my way to buy it now. And
1: when you say some somebody like where would you encounter? Where did you encounter your last
0: watermelon that you ate? A barbecue. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. That's a good barbecue. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. It's out. You know, it's easy. It's outdoor. It's light. It's mm-hmm. you know, it's it's refreshing. Oh, most, most definitely. You know, you, you get you get some fresh cut, um, you get the watermelon, you leave it in the fridge, it gets nice and cold, you bring it out, you, you know, you're out in the heat. It's delicious. Makes a great margarita. It makes a phenomenal margarita.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that could be something for my watermelon juice. Yeah. Is messing it up with some alcohol.
0: Yeah, a little puree and a little, a little loving. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Save a little wedge for the yeah. garnish. I like where your head's at. Oh, my goodness. How how have I not done that today? I don't know. Especially been using watermelon
0: for the last almost year.
1: Well, I also haven't been drinking that much. Yeah, true. Only this last uh, couple of weeks I started drinking. Get back into your yeah. I, I got to cut down you got, again. You got to prep. You got, you got you got a trip coming up in a couple of months. That's true. That is true. In October. Yeah. So then we're we're going to Nashville. So then we're going to be reaching out to the audience because we are, whenever we travel, yeah, we like we, to we do a podcast, absolutely. So then we we're going to be looking to do some podcasts. Least of all, we'd do it with ourselves. But if we meet somebody, you know, cool and something that absolutely. we, we, we absolutely, can... if you're in
0: the Nashville area, you listen to the show. Reach out to us. Yes, let us know where to go. Let us know if we can uh, maybe do a shift drink somewhere. Yes, G- give us some options. Give us some options.
1: Uh, if you want to follow me on Instagram, um, at the modern waiter podcast or themodernwaiter at gmail.com, H- hit us up, hook us up with the info for show. Sure, you need it. Now I'll tell you how to pick a watermelon because okay. I actually buy watermelon. Mm-hmm. You want to do – whenever I go, I, I slap the butt a little bit. You want to feel – it wants you want it to
0: feel dense. Another reason why I don't even buy them is because they're so big. They are big. You know what I mean? So I, it's just me. Mm-hmm. Like my daughter really doesn't eat like watermelon and stuff like that. So I have no reason to, to buy something that big.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, no, no, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, what I end up doing after I bring it home, I, a big watermelon – will do me like three or four sessions. Okay. So I'll, I'll cut a piece of the, the first cap. Mm-hmm. And then I used to core it out, which is more of a pain in the ass. I just peel it. Okay. Throw it in the blender, but not on high on like a medium or low. And then I'll strain it. And then that'll be my, that'll be my juice. Nice. And so I don't sit there and eat the watermelon for whatever reason. And then I'll put plastic wrap over it and I'll stand it up in the fridge. I'll make okay. sure that you know I pick a side that I can you know lean it up in the fridge, and then I'll go in again, and then I'll go I'll, again. I'll yeah. go yeah. again. So, so and
0: how much is that that third usually yield you? A, full, a lot, a, a more it's than a glass. A,
1: it's a lot. Oh, more than a glass. Oh, okay. If you're talking glasses, it's it's about three glasses. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I'll just throw the glasses in the fridge mm-hmm. and I'll down them. It's so delicious. Yeah. I just finished uh, the last of it uh, today, <laughs> so I got to go back to the store, and picking watermelon. You want it to feel heavy for its size. Mm-hmm. You know, you pick it up and you imagine. I roll it over and the underbelly should have uh, a, a yellowish uh, hue to it. Like a okay. uh, yellowish color, I should mm-hmm. say. And the idea is as it ripens in the sun, that belly never sees... The sun. The sun. So that that is an indicator of ripeness as it just sits there. Yeah. Actually, you want to tap it and fe- it, it should feel... Th- and it's full of water, but there's there's also a lot of flesh in there, mm-hmm. and there's a hollow fe- sound to it. It yeah. sounds um, kind of uh, counterintuitive, mm-hmm. but there's a hollow sound to it. Now, the le- the next two are a little bit different. The stem where it's been picked, I want it to be brown. Okay. Because as it matures on the vine, if you cut it and it's green, it hasn't been fully ripe yeah. ripened and finally the opposite side to the stem i call the belly button it should be as tiny as possible mm. if it's a little bit bigger it just hasn't really grown in that little spot turns yeah. uh small so those are my indicators for 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 picking a good uh wow He's got, he, gave <laughs> you the,
0: he gave you the tools to succeed
1: and man like you said they're so big yeah, you know, you, it's it's uh, it doesn't fit usually into into the uh, the grocery sacks. Yeah, so you kind of have to bring it out uh, to the from the car on its you're, own. You're holding it. You're holding it. that's <laughs> a, a big ass baby. That is a big ass baby. <laughs> <laughs> and so, interestingly enough, the first recorded watermelon harvest occurred nearly five thousand years ago in Egypt, mm. where. Is the number one producer of watermelons? Not necessarily for export or anything. Who who produces the most watermelons? What nation? What country?
0: I have no idea. It's not us, right? How is it a guess? Uh, South America, China. Really? <laughs> China number one. Oh my god!
1: And guess uh, the USA number Ten. ranks seven. Okay. Yeah, so it's a good guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would think the US would be number 1. Well, I mean, cuz
0: when you said it it made me think like we well, can't be number 1 if he's if he's true. <laughs> Sounds like a trick question.
1: Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and so the origins of the watermelon have been traced back to the deserts of Southern Africa, where it still grows wild today. Mm. So Southern Africa, I mean, there are thousands of varieties of watermelon. Yeah. And so that's kind of interesting that, so how do watermelons grow? Meaning, like, they grow on a vine. Okay. Yeah, they grow on a vine, but they're so heavy that the vine's on the, um, on, the, on, ground? the on the ground. Yeah. Kind of like a pumpkin, basically. <laughs> okay. So, same, same. However, the pumpkin stem t- t- is at the top, mm-hmm. and the watermelons is on the side. Oh, so okay. So the watermelon kind of grows like that. Like leaning. Yeah, um, no, it's on the ground, like not leaning. It's it's perfectly it's perfectly happy this way. But the vine is on this. End gotcha. Instead of like right on the top, uh, instead of on the top. So that's that's how they grow. Uh, I've never attempted to grow from seed. I should do that. I can only imagine they need a, a fair amount of sun. We, yeah, I'm we're sure. getting a lot of water. We are. I, I'll look into it because I grow a lot pineapples. Of oh. Yeah, I love pineapples. We are growing a lot of. We're having a lot of water right yeah, now. Yeah, a, a lot, lot of water. A lot of
0: rain. Oh my god, it's it's nuts. It's and there's parts of the country that are that are that are, droughting and we are flooding. <laughs> really,
1: this place right?
0: Oh yeah. Oh, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, like the Southwest is pretty bad. Oh, okay. We're lucky <laughs> to have the water.
1: Yeah. You can't mention watermelon in the U.S. without the stereotype, the stereotype, <laughs> without the stereotype. <laughs> so let's answer the question. Do black people love watermelon disproportionately to other people? Or I, I don't think so. Everybody loves watermelon. Yeah. And so where does the racist trope come from? I was going to ask you that. Yes. Let's, talk to me. Let's talk about it. The emancipation of slaves. Mm -hmm. So let's let's even go before that. There are some slave owners that allowed their slaves to grow watermelon. Okay. To grow their own and sell for profit. Oh really? Yes. And so when you're when you're moving on into the emancipation So what's that after the, you know, the Civil War? 1860
0: something. Okay. 65, 66, somewhere around there. Civil War,
1: slaves are emancipated. Uh, Many slaves grew watermelon and produced watermelon for profit. Mm -hmm. And it became a symbol of, of their freedom. Yeah. Of their freedom and independence. The trope came shortly after that. Where the idea of the white Southerners yeah. being threatened by that started to uh, propagate the the idea that watermelon and black people with laziness <laughs> and and childishness okay and so the trope came shortly after that to really you know yeah that is very interesting because i for a long time never ate watermelon it wasn't because i think for me i wasn't necessarily exposed to a lot of watermelon mm-hmm. i grew up in the, in the islands and yeah. then from there to
0: where pineapples yeah. are prevalent
1: yeah where pineapples are prevalent love love pineapples from there to new york mm-hmm. new york uh, buffalo and new york city and so it's not really a thing. Uh it's a summertime thing, but at most. At most. At most. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. So then there's a I, I took a picture with uh that, that Phil took and I was eating watermelon at uh at at the job. <laughs> it was on a brunch or whatever, yeah. and it was a big old wedge and I thought it was funny. But then I honestly I felt odd because of the stereotype. Mm-hmm. But it didn't it didn't hurt my feelings or anything because I, I encouraged him to take the picture and things like that. I, I didn't post it. I'll find it and post it. but um, so then it's odd how we we have these associations and don't know where they come from. Yeah, it's actually coming from a place of empowerment
0: to a place of of embarrassment almost mm-hmm. where you where, where, where the words where you know they came out of empowerment. Mm-hmm. You know, being able to make money on your own, being yes. able to be an entrepreneur, yes. and they and they switched it to make it look ugly. Yes, absolutely.
1: And this isn't the first time that uh, That's wa- happened. That absolutely. yes, that watermelon's been used to to rep- to misrepresent people because the Europeans did it with Arab people. Mm. Their, uh the modern European uh, imagination was typical of a watermelon eater was Italian or an Arab peasant. So that's, that's really powerful to understand mm-hmm. where, where certain things come from. So there is a story of a, an is, uh, his name is Israel Campbell. He was a slave. Mm-hmm. And slaves in the cotton-picking era had quotas to meet to be able to weigh their, their bags mm-hmm. or bushels of, cotton. of of cotton, he would place a watermelon on the in the bottom of his sack. Oh, and this how he got away with it? To, to boost his... To uh, boost his weight. To boost his weight, and then he will take it out and eat it to get rid of the evidence.
0: It's <laughs> <That's> brilliant.
1: <laughs> so after it was weighed, yeah. uh, obviously they'll find a the freaking watermelon in the thing. Yeah. And so he started to pass that along to other slaves that would continually be to take a whipping for yeah for for producing less cotton for 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 picking less cotton and they would do the same as well so that's pretty interesting yeah if you're enjoying our show definitely give us a like (laughs) Uh, and and if there are some facts about watermelon that that we that we're missing here definitely let us know yeah let us know in the comments or you could reach out to me by email themodernwaiter at Uh gmail.com Or at the modern way to podcast follow me on Instagram always uh, always good to have you in the comments my I'll let you guys go on this my time in Buffalo was mostly my early adulthood Mm -hmm. coming out of college and then owned a business before I moved down here we threw a party and uh, everything was all about alcohol yeah you know like the the, we had rum cake we had uh, jungle juice punch so did you fill it up for the watermelon that with? if you tap the watermelon cut a hole in the top mm-hmm. or the side however you want to orient it and then pour the alcohol in it will mix with the It absorb yeah it'll absorb and and dispense it's it's pretty freaking cool really yeah it really is cool too bad we messed it up with cheap cheap vodka because we couldn't afford anything else <laughs> well that's college yeah that that, that is college so definitely uh, we do this for you each and every week. We're grateful to have you. Yeah. Thank you for joining us joining us and feel free to uh, subscribe and like and
0: give us a review. Absolutely. I'm Marlon Joseph, the Modern Waiter. I'm Danny Villan, subscribe, scribe, scribe people. We'll see you next time. I gotta try that watermelon juice. Yes. I'll, I'll make you some. Yeah, I can't wait. Definitely. We'll see you next time. Later. <laughs> uh-uh, you see all my peoples eat chicken and watermelon. English and drug selling We need to get back to what we call Hip hop man I'm a representative
1: to the land